Welcome to the Live Right Now podcast with author, speaker, and chef Wendell Fowler and me, the official ringer of the Fiber Bell, producer Alan. This is where food and faith come together in a recipe for mindful living as we talk about how we can live right now. Hey, well, here we are. Uh, back in the Xenia Cafe. Hello, beautiful souls. Yes, the Xenia Cafe, and that's with a Z, my friends. <laughs> or, or an X. X. <laughs> I spelled it with an X last time I published something. It's yeah, I, I just... How, yeah. So how, how, how do you spell Xenia? Well, do you I, want I to spell it with the Z, Z or an X? Thought, you know, that doesn't look right. So it is Z-E-N-N-I-A, and I had spelled it X-E-N-I-A. And I understand now that both are acceptable... Um, but I'm sure one's more appropriate than the other, I think. Well, one's yours and one's not. So. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> How you been, Alan? I'm great. Did you have a good week? It, it's been a fantastic week. Got away into the, to the woods and yeah. kind of uh, communed with nature for a little while. So that was very nice over Did the weekend. Did you hug a tree? Um, not intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe catching myself falling down a trail at one point. Okay. Some. Well, that'll count. <laughs> tree save, I hugged the tree and the tree saved my life. Uh, we're, we're back here in the Xenia Cafe right. as, as we have the last couple of weeks and it's been so much fun. Let's, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Yeah, we got our bowl of popcorn with yeast flakes and olive oil. We got a, another tray of watermelon and got a few cut flowers here. We're ready to go. We got some, we've got some uh, guests in the studio today. Yep. Our studio, the Xenia <laughs> Cafe yeah. studio. Yeah. We got, even we got the- uh, Studio audience. Kyle and, and Adam today, right? Mm-hmm. Who yep. joined us. They, they've been listening and kind of catching the vibe of this show because it is an unusual topic we have we talk about it is but it's it's right down right down the middle of our alley right here i think so uh, with i guess this is going to be a good time to introduce our our special guest well, today. absolutely oh my god I, I i love this guy man we met you know when i did that 16 year stint with wish tv right. where we met i also met um joe malillo and yeah. i think a lot of our viewers or our listeners have heard and seen joe many 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 times on wish tv yep. still still a co-worker of mine and, and a guy I, I like to count as friend oh absolutely thank you yeah and yes the tv reporter but he also has his, his own podcast which is kind of why we brought him in here today mm-hmm. um the infamous indie podcast is his if you haven't infamous, checked it out infamous indie that's right is there a website or how do people infamous find it? com. okay infamous go right there com, you can folks. listen to everything on infamous com. Yeah. all the episodes are on that with a little bit of a write-up um you know it's important to source as well that's right so it's important to get the info out there but um, thank you both for having right. me. Well, this, I, is the, this is the famous Joe Malillo on We Got in the Studio. Right. Joe's been a, a supporter of our, our show yes, he has. since the very beginning. I remember when I went on hiatus there for a while when Sandy was healing, he would call me, you got to get back. God, I miss it. I ran out of shows. I, said, I did. I gotta... ran out. I listened to all of them. I said, when's my next? It's very rare that you have a direct line to the creator and or voice of a podcast that you can well, badger them to badger the point them, of getting yeah. them back yeah. on. Well, we're back. We're back. We're stronger right. than ever. We're, and we're on our mission. Alan and I was taught, you're on a mission too. We're on a mission to do our part to make the world a little bit better place because um, apparently you, the authorities are on to us though that's right the chopper we've, had, we've already had a uh, as you were saying infamous city we already had a car with a yeah. with a loud engine go by and then we're having the helicopter yeah. flight above that's that's fountain square living here for all you people who are listening from out of town i know there's people in cleveland and the west coast and the right coast and all that stuff uh 
Uh, we're in Fountain Square, a very uh, rehab part of Indianapolis. And uh, anyway, Joe's here, and Joe's got so much to talk about. Oh man, know, we have a lot to go over. And we're going to try to tie our theme into Joe's message. And uh, whether it's whether it's appropriate or not, I think I, we can tie I, it I in. I think there is. Oh, there's definitely. So, a, so for my listeners, obviously, what is the, what is the show about? If you were to give me a little absolutely. synopsis, describe what people are going to get when they go listen to your your is a video podcast. No, right? no, no, no video. Okay. Okay. We, I only do audio. Um, mm -hmm. I interview people who are closely connected to, if not involved with, or know something deeply about, I know that's a lot, that's all right. about a crime that happened here in Indianapolis. Could be anytime, any place, anywhere. As long as there's a connection to it in some way, I like to put it on. I really wished that I didn't put, um, I really wish I didn't put the name Infamous Indy because it has turned into something much bigger than that for me. As po and I could really talk about any crime anywhere, and as long as I get the good interviews, it would be interesting. It's nice because I live here in Indianapolis, and, and it's influential for me to go to these places and see where things happen because location is a big thing for me. Mm -hmm. So when I go to a location, I'm really impacted by the vibes that I get when I'm there. There you go. something you and I vibes talk about. again, you're right. Whether, every, every place has its own energy. That's so, right. right. So I like to get to the deep heart of it, um, what I found was true crime podcasts often feel like exploitation. They are taking these cases and the facts about them and fear-mongering to their listeners. Mm. And I understand there is a market for that. Fear is a powerful tool. But but that doesn't make it right. No. And, it, and I think I could do it better and I am doing it better. I'm giving the, I'm giving the power back to the people that matter most and those are the victims. And those are people who have something to say and how we can learn about it. Mm -hmm. It would be completely wrong of us to look at a true crime that happened and forget about the victim and not learn from how we can make that or stop mm -hmm. that from ever happening again. So if you listen to my podcast, you'll get you'll get an interview with this with the um, um, Abby Abby German uh, Libby Libby and Abby German. Libby and Abby their sister. Yep. Yeah. Yes. She, um, the Delphi murders. You, you will talk. We talked to oh, my Delphi. Oh, yeah. My, fir my first episode is with um, Ab uh, Libby German, uh, Abigail her, Williams, her, 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 her sister. We're gonna have to cut this. <laughs> well, you know, we, we need know it. what your podcast. You know what your podcast is about. Yes, I know what my podcast is about. I swear, <laughs> I know what it's about. No, you're gonna. There it is, right there. That's that's what I wanted, right there. For the people who don't know about Libby and Abby, there was a murder case here. Can you can you kind of about judge a, on that? A little over that. Ab two and thirteen year old ago. Abigail Williams and fourteen year old Libby German, as I play the music, that's were right. were dropped off by Libby's older sister Kelsey mm -hmm. German at a hiking trail in Delphi, Indiana. Their bodies were found the next day after the two went missing. Police have not named a suspect, have released some pictures, some voice messages uh, that were taken from Libby's phone on the scene of the crime. Wow. I had a chance to speak with Kelsey German two years after the murders. And again, she literally was the one who dropped off her sister, was the last one to see her alive. I want her to speak. Mm -hmm. Who am I mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to give, give a perspective on a life that I have mm -hmm. no connection to whatsoever. Yeah. So why not use our podcasting platform for good? Sure. That's ultimately what my podcast is about. I'm use not to mention these are freaking interesting crimes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Jim Jones. Oh my God! Yes. Right. <laughs> his church is right down there, through the point in Fountain Square, man. That's right. Oh yeah. So I talked to his son, one on one. Oh, I remember when you California. did that interview. I remember that. Yeah. H. H. Holmes's great great grandson. Oh my God. 
I mean, you've, you've had some, some good content I, on your show. I, mean, I have. I, I have. I've got some good stuff. Well, being a Wish TV all these years has served you well, too. You know? Listen, I ask for forgiveness, not permission. I just go after what I think is going to work, and if they say no, what's the worst thing that can happen? Then they're not on my. But podcast. you got to at least throw it out there and go for it. Yeah, exactly, and that's what makes good journalism. Thank you. I do agree, absolutely. It allows me to now that I've moved to marketing and, and advertising mm -hmm. from my Wish TV uh, reporter job. It's now this keep gives me the opportunity to continue to my journalism bug, keep it mm -hmm. going. That kind of investigative. You got bug a huge heart, dude. Thank you, sir. You want to help people? I know. Ever since the day I met you, there's. You emitted an energy that was very genuine, sincere. There's nothing fake about you at all, and that's what we like about you. You're going to make me cry. Well. Oh, yeah, my you're God, a God. But our <laughs> listeners are saying, okay, so what does that have to do with nutrition and food and oh. faith and spirituality yeah. and vibration and, well, trauma, stress, pain, suffering, all those things? And, and it does have a lot to do. Believe it or not, these two things are very interconnected. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about how food and nutrition and trauma can go together and, you know, as you like to do, make them more a, a positive thing, how, how the nutrition and the food can uplift those who've been traumatized. That's right. Let's face it, when you're traumatized and you're under stress and really bad things have happened to you, the last thing you wanna do is eat. And you kind of gravitate towards eating all the crappy stuff, you know, the things that give you that immediate feel good. People are, who are stressed, um, want some kind of quantum of, of relief from it. And so you might eat a piece of chocolate cake or, or that cheeseburger with bacon on it and double cheese smothered in biscuits and gravy sauce. And I mean, those things make you, make, make you feel good temporarily. Yeah, something that releases those feel good hormones in your exactly. brain. And at a time when your body, you know, sh uh, stress shuts down your immune system, Joe. I mean, so. So, let, so, yeah, so let's think about these poor people and you're in you, these people that you've, you've interviewed. God, it's hard to imagine the pain and suffering that they must be feeling, the people who had the loss. You know, I think that's those are the people that that, that, that really need to be focused on on their diet. Oh, another truck going by. Yep. <laughs> that's that's okay. what, hap what happens when you podcast outdoors. I that's love it right, though. but that's so pretty okay. out today. Uh, okay. I, I can I, and absolutely, and you know, a lot of the people I interview, especially one lady, Sarah Slinker, who is a domestic violence survivor, mm -hmm. she mentioned a, a big thing about how food is something for her to help make her feel better. Sure. Or when, when it used Absolutely. to make her feel better. Yeah. And she goes over it in my podcast about what kind of impact mm -hmm. um, that had or what, mm -hmm. what she thought she was getting from that reaction, from right. being in trauma and, right. and trying to live through trauma. Mm -hmm. Because once after, you kind of lose yourself oh of who gosh. you are Absolutely. when you go through something terrible Absolutely. Like that. A lot of things just fall off you. That, a lot of things don't are, lose their importance. I don't care about eating healthy. I just or eating well. I just want something to put in my stomach. I don't even. I lost my appetite. You know, when Sandy was around, I lost ten pounds just, you know, watching Sandy suffer from her cancer. And I remember I didn't want to eat. I the last thing I wanted to do was eat. Um, but then I realized that I was getting. I was not taking good care of myself. Yeah. Well, and, so and conversely, a nosedive. Yeah, conversely, there's a reason that they have what we call comfort food. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly. That's a perfect way. Uh, because that's what happened. These people have seen something awful, they've experienced, and even the people who committed the crime, people who are angry, who do angry things, you can probably trace back to personal trauma that was in their life, but also you can easily track uh, aggressive social behavior and violent behavior to a lack of certain vitamin nutrition. And so at a time when our immune system is taking a drubbing 
from the stress because stress just shuts down your immune system we go to sugar shuts down your immune system you ever see somebody whose husband died and the wife dies like two or three months later because the stress was so much on her and, and and she stops eating and she gets weak and she dies she said there's a statistic that show that when the husband dies the wife will surely follow or the wife and the husband will surely follow uh, and men die before women generally speaking but but we, 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 we drop off we, we, we diminish what's important at that time and and I think it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. You know, I agree. A piece of fried chicken tastes a lot better than. You know. It's hard to deny that a ch fried chicken and a double cheeseburger sound pretty good, Wendell. I'm sorry <laughs> to say to your listeners, I, I had my fair share of uh, Ted's Montana Grill burger every once in a while. But do but they have fiber in them? You know, we the three of us probably haven't done something like this since that since you were on no, I the know weekend we daybreak show. I know. Yeah. We used to stand there and I'd be flipping stuff and Joe would be like, Oh my suit, man. And no way. Splashing crap all over the you place. Know I'm in it. I said we gotta get we gotta get that goopy stuff out of here. Oh, yeah. Goopy goppy stuff yeah. out of here. And get some more fiber in our I love the yeah, it's well. like told, I was telling Randy we wanted to open up a restaurant called the Happy Colon, but we figured there would be some marketing <laughs> problems there with that one, so we figured, what are we going to eat today at the Happy Colon? Ew, oh my God, I just lost my appetite there. But you should see the restroom. Yeah, that's right, the restrooms, yeah, they're painted in brown. Okay. <laughs> anyway, hey, by the way, folks, um, I, I got a new website up. I'm going to do a commercial here, chefwindle.com. I'll wait for you to get a pencil. Okay, chefwindle.com. Calm. I can hear them all writing it down yeah. now. Yeah, anyway, because there are books in there that are going to guide you next time you um, entertain the idea of eating a plant-based diet, go to chefwindle.com. Or you need some inspiration. Or even just a plant-based meal. Yeah, or you want to have that. I mean, I'm, you know... You, well, I'm not going to cook for people. What? You start a plant-based <laughs> diet by eating a plant-based meal, one step at a time. That's right, yeah, it is. It, great. Is, it is a marathon. But you got to wonder, you know, how, how eating does affect someone who's either been traumatized or or even perpetuated the crime. And, and you know, I think nutrition can be tied into everything. Like in Ayurveda, uh, if you look at, they have a pyramid that is inverted, the points at the bottom. The food is the most important thing in the, in the oldest uh, medical model in the world, in, in the universe, uh, world. Uh, where food, out of food, everything grows. How we live our life, how we deal with stress, how our bodies can deal with stress, how our immune, everything has gone down to food. And sometimes a lack of good nutrition can lead people to do violent things. But then it's the people on the other side, too, the, the victims, too. Uh, it, it's just amazing how important food is and how it's been diminished in our society to, to kind of like be entertainment rather than something we need to sustain our mind and body and our, our, ba our balance, keeping us centered, keeping us... Um, in a high vibrational state. And we know that eating junk food, as Alan and I have discussed many times, and, and processed food and hamburgers and french fries and that stuff, does diminish your vibrational frequency and brings you right down to your lowest common denominator. Well, I mean, as Joe knows well, uh, one of the tactics of cults is that they, they control everything down to what you eat. And mm -hmm. the things that they feed you are designed to help mm -hmm. weaken your resistance mm -hmm. to the message that they're sending and, and pretty soon mm -hmm. you've ended up breaking down your resistance right. and being very pliable to their right. message exactly. and, Whether and, and that's how a, a lot of these organizations you know, the cults have managed to get people to do things that, that you would have never have thought that mm -hmm. somebody would 
be that mm -hmm. gullible to do. Their mind gets weaker, more susceptible. And, and food plays a large part of what they mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. And not getting certain vitamins that feed the, your seed of emotions, like your B12 and, and your D3 and your omega-3s and even cholesterol, all feed your brain. And so um, being able to deal with these emotional things gets more difficult as you get more vitamins starved. So even, even if you can't eat well when you've got stress and trauma going on, I would say at least take a multiple vitamin. You know, take something. I mean, it's easier to take a multiple vitamin than, than making a salad and a piece of fresh cooked meat or something like that and the whole normal template. But, but I think that, uh, yeah, yeah, you know where I'm going. Do I? Do oh. I? <laughs> Do you? Oh. <laughs> I need more fiber. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness. Let's let's cleanse that thing. Let's cleanse that thing. <laughs> But anyway, we, uh, Joe, it's, have you got one s story that you could tell us that would just shock the pants off of everybody? What? You're making me pick one. Well, well just just pick whatever whatever first comes to your thought process. Don't don't overanalyze it. Um, one no, no. I mean, it's 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 where I fell into true crime, love of true. Oh, you're talking about trauma that I've been through? Well, no, 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 no. We've all been through that. No, but uh, um, one of your which is part of our friendship journey is is sharing each other's oh, abso trauma. Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh, yeah. yes, we've shared a lot. But you're saying one of my podcasts. One of your podcasts that might be <sighs> the one that you know would pretty much uh, so I go I, pr I pretty much live by the seat of my pants when it comes to this podcast I mean I, I go every two weeks because getting interviews is difficult um, a lot of but, prep involved yep a lot of prep involved but the thing that got me going on true crime I'm from the East Coast and when I when I moved to Indiana I was like yeah everybody's like ah, what, what's in Indiana and, and so I being in the news you know things like anniversaries pop up and I started started seeing different anniversaries from different different um crimes that happened right and the right. first one that i remember even talking to alan about because this is what started a bigger idea that i have that will be revealed in years to come <laughs> is i realized that herb baumeister who was one of the world's worst serial killers of all time but maybe one of the most under under known serial killers of all time he killed uh what they believe was well they can prove 11 gay men from downtown Indianapolis in his backyard, and he buried them on 156th Street in oh Westfield, gosh. Indiana. Really? And that's in North and Hamilton County. When was this? How many years? 1996, he was caught. Wow. So one of the first things that really got me, what was crazy, was that Wish TV, I searched in the archives, and sure enough, there he is, Herb Baumeister, one year before he's caught, doing an interview about a Polaroid that he took. Hmm of a raccoon that was run over by a painting truck on the line, right? They're painting the lines oh, on the road. Oh my goodness. It was run over and he thought it was so cruel to that animal that the paint, that the road crews would paint over Just it. paint over it. That he took a picture and sent it to Wish TV and John LeSage, mm, our chief yep. photographer at Wish TV, oh and a reporter did a story on it. Oh my and you know where he interviewed people? This will give you chills. <laughs> he, he asked our news crew to come up to Fox Hollow Farm, his home, Oh, where? where he was burying oh and killing God. everybody oh and he's standing out front you talk about brazen acts yeah that's brazen he's standing out front with the with the fox hollow farm not the sign but at least the road behind him very distinctive now if you know anything about this case you know what that house looks like and it was insane it was just the fact it was so brazen and open it was crazy oh so anyway daring people to, to catch him right daring him to catch him what i reveal in the podcast that no one else has ever found out before which i'm very excited to talk about all the time is the investigator that caught her baumeister 
had an informant, and that informant was a guy who was a victim who got away. So Herb picked somebody that was was in his MO, was a little bit bigger, and he basically survived and had to let him go or else it was going to be pretty obvious that he was going to get caught. Yeah. So yeah. the victim that got away, we'll call him Tony Harris. Tony Harris goes to police, say, I have this I have this information. I think this guy's killing all my friends, my gay friends. Oh, my goodness. Right? This is in 1995, 96. He's... he's going to the police, he's telling them all the info, he's getting them all the information, and he's dating Herb Baumeister at the same time. Oh my word. So Herb and him had this weird thing where they were infatuated with each other. He knew that Tony knew, and Tony knew he could kill him. And at one point, the investigator tells me that his informant, Tony Harris, relayed this information that he said, Herb, why don't you just kill me? Why don't you just murder me, get rid of me? And he goes, I don't want to kill you. I like you. And that was the kind of relationship they had. My goodness. Isn't that insane? <laughs> that is just crazy. So there's one that, there's a good one. Wow. That's something I found out wow. that I didn't know about the case. But if I didn't ask the right questions on the podcast, I would have never found that out. My goodness. And I talked to that investigator. His name is Virgil Vandegrift. Say a prayer for him and his family. He goes through, his, his wife's struggling with some illness. So um, something to think about. But... Hmm. Yeah, I got a lot of those kind of things. How do you things. deal with this? How does Joe Malillo deal with this, this awful, s- silly side, this dark side of society that you have that you deal with? And because I know you're on a spiritual walk yourself, I know you've had some wake ups calls, and you're 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 getting back to church now, and you're having more of a spiritual. So it must be pretty difficult understanding how people think. Well, thank you for asking that question. I don't think anyone has ever asked me that. And it's something that for years I never felt, I never faced. I would see dead bodies on the side of the road and go cover it for a story and then go back and do a story and then I'd go home and go to bed. Just a dead body and didn't, didn't connect. It was a, That's a person that had a mother and a, and and a son or a, or, yeah, exactly. or a family. Yeah, they won't right? be home for supper it was, a, it, was a, it was a terrible car accident. Their bodies mangled on the ground. And I got to shoot a camera and got to shoot around it because mm-hmm. we don't want to show the body. God forbid mm-hmm. we show the body on camera, <laughs> right? But... Uh, it was there was an impact that I didn't realize till years and years later of all the reporting that I was doing and wh- I mean I remember being in Indianapolis and, and there was a body that was shot on in the east side and I'm doing a live shot at 5 five thirty in the morning and the fire department is is washing the blood off the street and the mm. water's running underneath my shoes mm. with the blood water mm. so I mean to me that's not anything that I hadn't seen before and almost like I'm tough I can I can, it's just a body. <laughs> but meanwhile, I that's think men, you hadn't evolved to yeah, right. have to go wash shoes. Any, yeah. any empathy <laughs> exactly. in yourself? You had no empathy at that time. I mean, I I wouldn't say no empathy. I just meant, I just think it was like expected understanding. Mm-hmm. It's an expected thing that a reporter can handle it. You weren't desensitized by seeing it so much, like society is. Say, we see seventeen murders. I watched. We watched the show the other night, and probably hundred people got killed in the first five minutes. And I go, damn. <laughs> it's like, how does that not affect you? Some people go, oh, more, more, more. But there's some people really profoundly affects me. You know, when I see that awful, awful thing, and, especially and whether with not, day in and day out, it's part of the job. That's right. I mean, you know, Alan, you and I have been working together for five years almost now. It's like, yeah. it's like two, how, how, do you, how do you listen to that? You, you guys listen to the news cycle three times every morning, four times. You hear that same god-awful news repeated in your brain over and over and over again. Someone killed, four people killed this day. A guy died, found a dumpster. I mean, 
you know, and you keep hearing it, you digest and you eat this stuff. I don't know. How I you, ask why. I don't know how you could. I'd be surrounding myself with black crystals all day long. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Push away all that negative energy. And well, part of that is, I mean, I have crystals in my car because of your teachings. You know, my wife and I have been, we, we, we love that stuff and, it, and it's, it works and it's true. I think being, being 23, four years old going into the news industry, you have an understanding, you have an idea of what you think it's gonna be and then it turns out to be completely different and a lot harder than you expected. Mm -hmm. And not and in the ways that you expected it either. Exactly. Very different hard. Yeah. And so that was one aspect that I think that um, murder and, and um, suicide, you know, I've been on scenes where, mm. where I show up and it's a suicide and we thought it was a murder mm. and we can't cover it. So not only am I not even giving, mm. I'm also looking at this person who's passed away but I'm also not covering it because we don't want to showcase suicide. Suicide, yeah. Because that would only lead to more suicide. There's another unhappy soul who probably didn't eat well. <laughs> I mean, you, you see you, that you junk say soul that. will do it to you every time. You say that, but I mean, it's absolutely true. How many how many times do people are eating something wrong, and um, you just feel like garbage, and you just you go down a dark, dark hole? I mean, they're literally right here. It's doing it circles. I mean, it's like right above our heads. Must be the bear. It's like they're circling us. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> anyway. And until I actually started realizing one water and two, when we started when we start talking plant-based and, and more healthy eating, mm -hmm. my wife, once I started that, all of a sudden my brain started to change. Yeah, all I was gonna say you feel mm -hmm. lighter. I'm much lighter. See that's I hear I heard that from Lauren Drew, a lot of people at the studio I used to work with. Once they started eating healthy, they used that term, I feel lighter. Not that they lost much weight, but they felt lighter. lighter. The food wasn't making them feel so heavy and there weren't so many toxins building up in their body and this sort of things because they've realized, that, yeah, so yeah, the lighter thing really does describe it. And there's another level of feel good waiting for everybody out there, but they don't realize that the food they're eating is bringing them down to their lowest common denominator of, of, of hate and violence. Look at our country today. Our, our American diet is just horrible but look at all the anger the fear that and the people who are what's going on in our country right now and then you look at vitamin deficiency of certain foods that feed the brain and, and, and the test there's been double blind saying these people eat good food these people didn't the people who didn't remain violent and socially aggressive and, and antisocial but the people who ate healthy and ate from God's green earth and, 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 and the, the celestial apothecary were more adjusted and balanced so you got to wonder you know, how much diet has that played a role in the history of American crime and all these things? Alcohol, my God, alcohol is another thing that causes people Totally to, acceptable. Totally acceptable. But you know, I, I can't tell you how many shamans and, and how many uh, enlightened people I've talked to this is, once you start drinking alcohol, you're, you're cut off from source. You know, I remember- All together. I, I remember Diego, uh, 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 I got a friend of mine who knows the same shaman, he got right in my face, like six inches. I used to be an Olympian drinker, but I don't, I mean, it's been many years ago, but uh, but he said, you know, when you drink alcohol, you cut yourself off and you disconnect yourself from source. So here we are eating food that doesn't come from earth and it comes from a factory and we're disconnected from source and they shut down our pineal gland. There's no way that we can be connected to the all that is. Pineal gland? Yeah, see, you weren't taught about that. What are you that guys talking about? Well, see, you guys weren't talking about it. You weren't told, did anybody here, I get, we got two guests in the studio. Did you ever hear about the pineal gland in high school or college? Not in uh, high school, it wasn't until, um, a documentary about ayahuasca is yeah. when I started. It's probably your own research. Yeah, it was your own interest but taking it, it, it out. It actually has rods and cones. It actually is attached to your optic nerve. 
and almost every spiritual teacher on the planet Earth, you can look it up, will say it's how you connect to divinity, is through your pineal gland. So, what have we been doing for the last 100 years? They fluoridated Killing them. it. Well, through fluoridation water. So That's now right. it's calcified our pineal, so it's non-functional. So here we are, a high crime society, killing each other right and left. America's known as a gun culture. And because uh, you've got to wonder, the American diet is just crap. Other countries, my God, they're eating natural, the indigenous food. They're eating, they're growing their own food. They're, they're eating logical food that, that was sent to us by heaven or whoever you, whoever you created your world for you gave us. But I wonder how, how, how and this has affected our culture of the things that you're covering right now. How much our poor diet in America has led us down the road mm. of this behavior that we're exhibiting right now. I mean, we're, we're not we're not a happy species right now. I we're, would say we're, not. We're no. unhappy. America, uh, the whole world looks at us. I talk to people who travel Europe, and they go, God, they hate Americans. Americans don't believe in this, that, and the other, and we do. And Unfortunately, what's wrong? Th that that is a. A grouping that I don't I don't disagree with, but I also know right. people like you, Wendell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Alan. true. Yeah, I, yeah, I there are people in, the, in my community that I think that is that are doing good to change. Well, the I think world. Well, I think this is part of the awakening, and and you yourself, I know you yourself have have gotten back to uh, a spiritual bolt of cloth again. You're you're interweaving Christ and going to church, and you're, you're the middle. I armor you, myself. You've up got every crystals, day. but yeah, you're you're blending. You're not just this 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 dyed in the wool. That's right. Baptist or Nazarene that like we grew up to being. You know, you're you've, you've seen the broader view of the world. You've got crystals for goodness sake. I know some people think I'm going to go to hell for carrying a crystal because that's from Satan. <laughs> well, it's a cult. That's the idea. Is that it's an occult object. It's something that's different. Such ignorance, though. I mean, all you well, do is the way. I mean, my wife and I, we both feel the same way. It's from Earth. It has vibrational yeah, energy. Exactly. Oh my God! That was off. I, you can, I can think of a piece of. What quartz. if God? What if God, when we're at the gates of heaven, says, "You idiot"? Where's your crystals? What? Yeah, well, I, I think God will, will greet us at the gates in the end and then go, oh, "Most people, you, what have you been doing?" Yeah. yeah. You, I gave you every resource yeah. on the perfect world, mm -hmm. and and you said this was from the devil. It's so pretty. How can yeah, it be? I'm holding a. Just a clear crystal. But, but still, quartz. there's there there there's there's a, a dark energy in this world we all know about that has been in charge for a long time, making sure that we do not tap into that part that knowledge because it would empower us too much. Um, listen to podcast night on, on last night on crystals. You can take a piece of crystal and put five million bytes of binary code in it and, and take it back out again. You know, so there are the energy gathers. Or, you know, I, I, if I have love in my heart and I got this big honking crystal that I'm known for around my neck, you know, don't and, touch and, it. Though. Nobody else is allowed. Nobody to touch else it. can touch. If I know the person, they can touch it because it draws energy. If you're an evil person, I don't want you touching my my crystal because I'm gonna I don't want to absorb that. Uh, it's a little esoteric, but but. Um, Oh no! I, I I think the power of crystals is very much. Uh, it's not. It's science. It's not woo woo anymore. Um, I no. bet you Christ carried a couple, had a couple crystals in his pocket too. Who knows? <laughs> well, that's what that's what I'm saying. How can how can we deny? And maybe maybe you know maybe I will go to hell for this. But let me move away from you, Joe, just a little bit. Here. Okay. No, I now okay, you're done. You're yeah. done. The clouds away. are getting darker. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just saying. I, I, all I know <laughs> is that that through the life experience we've had getting closer to earth is always making me feel better exactly so and I, I and and it didn't matter how little my trauma was I mean my parents got divorced when I was nine which set me on my uh, yeah. fear of abandonment issues yeah. oh yeah which set me on my totally addiction relate. issues which totally set relate. me uh, all that um, so you know 
being lighter and closer and, and kind of self. I mean, my therapist says go out and, and take your shoes off, go walk in the grass oh, for a minute. Birthing. Oh, birthing. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah. It's a wonderful you. way to do it. Yeah, it's good but for your immune system, I hate too. socks sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate these socks. <laughs> no, you have you, Well, those are pretty cool socks. I, 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 I wish you could charger. see them. I plug these in at night, and they get... <laughs> and I put them on in the morning. I, see, so, I thought we were going to be on TV today, so I put on my best socks. You son of a gun. <laughs> Who told you TV? What, did you? I, I, yeah. I didn't say a word. I, 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 I just sorry. made it up I, my mind. I think mind. because we work in television, you made it... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't even work on TV anymore. Well, we did one at the Fletcher's where you had this little tripod, and we did one together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's not... You're not doing that. No, no, no. Oh, okay. So... I assumed. No, that was my Facebook Live. Um, no, that's what that was. We're, um, but let, let's go over, Wendell. Go for my, at least my people listening. Um, because, you know, <coughs> listening to my stuff can be traumatic as well. What are some maybe basic foods, classic food mm. sources that can help you oh, wow. get a little bit less tra- traumatized? Like I'm being interviewed here. I like this. <laughs> hey, it's a joint podcast. Yeah, it's yeah, a joint. This. Why? Did you, you, have, you got a joint? Oh, not that kind of joint. Oh, sorry. Where's that at? I'm an old hippie. I'm like, you know, Pavlov's dog. Joint. Somebody say joint. Uh, <laughs> well, basically, it's 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 another it's uh, it's another tenet of our message, and that is that that uh, a plant-based diet is the diet, the optimum diet for human beings, and we're going to stay in that brain, uh, we're staying in 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 that that uh, healthy state because you know the standard American diet that we've been eating for so many long, so for for so long. Um, denied us of, of, of brain food vitamins, and that's like vitamins A, C, B, B12, D3, E, magnesium, and omega-3. They can support the seat of our emotions, but only when they're sourced from the plant-based source. I don't know. I was said, and when we when we dip into the the, the, the trough of uh, machine cuisine and dead food, the zero vibrational frequency, it's just gonna it, we die a little bit. We get weaker, and, and so you know we. we and then we watch TV news and violent, bloody movies, and we hang around energy-sucking people, and we take things personally and that we can't control, and we don't meditate, and we forget about the breathing exercises and exercising, and, and those moments of silence that we must get every day to keep us grounded. And society doesn't allow us to do these things very well. And today we, we get a little crazy, and we kind of forget what's important. So, but I think eating a plant-based diet taking a multiple vitamin, um, finding time to meditate. That's the, that's the diet, that's the, uh, what they call it, the... Um, but when your brain is filled mm-hmm. with negative energy... It's tough. ...from seeing something, it could be, the person could have been a well-rounded, well-balanced person, mm-hmm. but you see someone shot in front of you at the street, oh. or, or you're shot, like my one lady, Misty Wallace, mm-hmm. who's helping more people uh, uh, with her organization so if you listen to that episode you can listen to her story but she was shot Mm -hmm. making a phone call at a Burger King by a guy who just wanted her car not something left for dead yeah probably on drugs she was a she oh he was yeah Yeah. oh yeah so You'll have to listen to that that episode because I'm not going to tell you. Oh what no, happens, no, everybody, it's everybody who's it's listening beyond. today, make sure it's you a go great look story. this. It you is, like it that is one. a great story. Yeah. Y'all need to go to and listen to these Thank podcasts you, for. Do you know uh, what episode it is? Do I know a number? Yeah. No, but I mean, no, okay. I don't remember. <laughs> it's one of <laughs> it's one of the top fifteen because I only have fifteen. Go to the queue. So it's like, <laughs> what's, what's the name? It's it's Misty Wallace. It's a story of survival and forgiveness. So. And one more time, your podcast is the infamous indie podcast. All right. right, y'all got that, folks. Okay, sorry, it sorry. No, that's but yes, I mean, hers. She's a perfect example. So she went into this afterwards. She mm-hmm. was a high school mm-hmm. student, scholarship to IUPUI to play softball, all gone in an instant. Oh, I am amazing. She went then went into a dark place 
in her marriage, in her life, and she moved out west, and she just didn't feel fulfilled. And you know what helped her? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Oh, Finally. That's, that's a powerful food. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it, no, forgiveness is very ho'oponopono. She forgave the guy who shot her. Yeah. That's okay. He felt better and she felt better. Ho'oponopono. Have you ever practiced, everybody ever practiced that before? Mm -mm. You all know what it is? It's, an, it's a Hawaiian uh, act of forgiveness. Um, but it's, you just say, um, I'm sorry, forgive me, thank you, and I love you. And it's a very powerful, powerful, powerful few words there. Oh, doing selfies. <laughs> doing selfies. It, it, that's, that's not part of the... What that's is it? Okay. Ono? That's okay. We're just having Yoko fun Ono? Here. No. Yoko that's, Ono. That's somebody else. <laughs> you you have to band. take a selfie in order to forgive someone, right? No. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, funny enough, that's what that's what Misty does. She takes she takes a selfie, and um, in the in the in the episode, you'll hear exactly what I mean by that. So, mm -hmm. uh, well, getting back to your spiritual thing, we, we thank you. Yeah. How, how did you? Oh man. How would you describe where you are? Did, was there something that, that changed your spiritual walk that, that brought you back to thinking? Yeah, how, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Well, that's okay. But how did that happen? Did you have a <gasps> moment that, like, oh shit? It's been built. It's built. I've always been someone who's been very spiritual. I'm too optimistic not to think that someone's helping me. Right. I think there's too much in the world that I would be failing at if I did. I was trying myself. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I had parents who were very, very faith oriented. Good. Good foundation. Yep. My father is one of my spiritual leaders. I have another friend of mine, my cousin, who's a spiritual leader of mine. Here, here's the deal, folks. I grew up Catholic. My wife grew up Catholic. Uh, the the institution of Catholicism, all of it, is very very difficult mm -hmm. um, to to not feel guilty and bogged down. And when I realized I had a problem outside, which I won't go into this podcast, but um, that was the moment I realized I needed to get closer to Christ, mm -hmm. and that I and that I actually had a real problem. You were struggling and needed help, right? Um, once I asked for help, God, he shows me every day. <laughs> and it's amazing. You're paying attention, though. That's right. You're, you're awake. You're, you got your attention. And we have a spiralizer, and we're eating better. Oh, a spiralizer. <laughs> and I think all of it combined yeah. oh, is, what's is, what, is how my faith I is agree. growing. It takes a lot of different components to put together. This is my favorite thing I do. I, I love this analogy, and I'll, I'll leave it at this. Mm -hmm. Every morning, if I can, if I, I, I got to remember more, but... I, I read my Bible. I, I'm going through different books of the Bible. And I think of myself as I'm literally, as I'm reading, I'm picturing my body. I'm armoring up against the devil. Because every day, believe it or not, there's the devil in little things. I, one of the first times I remembered being like, I got to armor up against the devil and be aware. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm literally battling him everywhere I go. Mm -hmm. You just don't realize it until he's in your face. Right. And at that moment is when you can either turn into it or turn away from it right. and turn towards God or into it. So one of the first times was there was, this, there was a leak in my ceiling and we had just we had talking about money and I was worried about our money. And I was like, that's the devil. There he is. He's trying to get me. He's trying to get me really riled up about this, this little leak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll fix it. I will. I always fix things. Yeah. But for that moment, I was like, and I could have got angry. I could have got mad. I could have got frustrated with my wife because mm -hmm. she was asking, what are we going to do? I don't know. Yeah. But instead, I said, that's the devil. I'm not going to let him bother it. Good we'll figure you. it out. I know God will help you us. You denied it. Pushed it away. So, armor up, baby. Who is the devil? Every day. Is the devil... What is Beelzebub? The, what is the devil to you? I 
the salt lizard. Do you think it's a? Do you think it's a, a real being, or do you think it's a? a, 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 a we live in a du, we live in the dual, dual world. We live in a dual of, of white hats and black hats, you know, black yeah. wolves and white wolves, yeah. and good and bad. And it has to be. There has to be good. There can't be no. There can be no light unless there's dark. There can be no dark unless there's light. So, you know, do you do you think the devil is, is this horn dude that lives at the center of the earth, like we were told, and? We're gonna end, then going to hell and burn in perpetuity, and I mean, is that? Are you, no, I'm not trying to catch no, you anything. I just no, want to. No, no, no. I'm just. You're making me think. God, this might be one of my best interviews ever. My best questionnaire ever. <laughs> Interviewee. Um, <coughs> because you know we talk, it, we, we it, talk about negative energy. It's sure, energy. Sure. Everything's energy. Everything. So the devil will be energy. God is energy. Jesus. Sure, everything's sure. energy. You are that tree. My thoughts. That color. That flower. The bee. Yeah, that sweat bee. Mm -hmm. um, I would have to say, in my opinion, the devil are, are the things that you know can lead you away from Christ. Mm -hmm. And that could be anything. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of picking it out. It could right. be something different for someone. Mm -hmm. But the devil knows where our weaknesses are and he tries to hit on it. So you could, would you consider that negative energy coming at you that you, you feel that? It, it would, I mean, I'm just yes. kind of an energetic yes. feeling. Yes. And, like you've been around people, you're like, Whoa, oh. that person's nasty. I don't want to be around them. Just anymore. like people f gravitate towards you for no yeah, exactly, for, for or like why we gravitate to each other because we're we're vibrate on the same frequency. And uh, the devil is obviously on a 440 frequency or some kind of 440, but on the wrong frequency that we are, you know. And, and interesting though, I just you know, I, I like good yeah. question. What it, about and for you, the same thing, more energetic yeah. based or energy based? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think heaven or hell, I create. I think that heaven could be in a state of mind. I'm in perfect bliss. I'm in harmony. I'm perfect vibration frequency with God. I vibrate the same frequencies of Christ because I reach the Christ consciousness. But I can also be vibrated low, guttural, you know, hateful vibe too. And, and I, and just, it's weird know. to hear him talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> with with the low. Yeah, yeah I don't ever hear. What's like a dog? Does a dog when you see, walk down the street? Why does my dog know that that's a bad person? That's right. Or know it's a good person? They don't hear what the person says. They feel the energy coming from that person. If it's negative, um, bad energy, and that person's hateful and doesn't like, and, and then that dog's gonna pick it. I think we're the same way. Is there? It says, is there a heaven? Do you think? We'll see. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've heard that from many. I'd people. rather. I'd rather. Oh wait, they'll show me in heaven when I get there. Wait a minute. I'll read. Yeah, I'd rather. I'd rather just. Uh, <laughs> Do what I believe is right from my from my beliefs, mm -hmm. and then yeah. the best I can do, the best mm -hmm. I can do. Do you I believe that we create with our thoughts that like negative thoughts create negative yes. reactions? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we've had conversations about that. Oh, many times. times. Yeah. Alan, Alan, and, and Joe would come in the studio during my segment, and and um, I had two segments, so there'd be like a little break between and. And man, they'd all fly in the studio in between commercials with their mics on, their makeup stuff. And we'd have these incredibly intense conversations. And that's how we all kind of got to know each other. And, and well, we life. just started getting into crystals when I met you. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I mean, you talk about putting people in your life. Yeah. That's, you were meant to be, Wendell, in my life. When I the student is ready. I that's hear right. that a lot. That's right. A lot of people are putting our lives at the time that we need them. It's just sometimes we don't recognize that they're here to save us. And, and, uh, well, it's it, it's very much like what, it's very much like what we, what we talk about in that you just have to wake up just a little bit so that you can be more mindful of of what is going on around you, whether it be the 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 heaven that, that you can 
put yourself in and live in in the heaven right now or, or you can live in hell right now it's just a matter of choosing which frequency you want to mm-hmm. want to pick up on mm-hmm. and what if you are aware of your own thoughts and the things going on around you all of those things equal a more mindful living and a more whole and complete you so you can guide yourself towards a better you, towards a better mm-hmm. community, a better society, a, a better world, mm-hmm. um, just by one person affecting another person and affecting the right. next person by mm-hmm. picking up on th- those little things in every single moment that we live in mm-hmm. um, and allowing yourself to put the negativity aside, um, choosing the good as opposed to mm-hmm. the, the, the dark. Everything's a choice. It is, and it's, the hardest one of the hardest things for me, in general, is to allow someone to be negative. I always mm-hmm. want to change that because I, I feel very positive towards life. Yeah. Obviously, there are times when I just am East Coast ripping. I just go <laughs> after it. That I'll vouch for that. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> but then there are also times in my life where I mean, I moved to upstate New York, knew no one, to make twenty-one thousand dollars a year to cut my teeth as a television reporter. But I went in with the full positive energy that I'm going to be making friends. I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Life is going to be all right, and I did it. You created. You manifested what you right. wanted with your right. with your focus on you know, mm-hmm. passion. That's yeah. the way we create. We manifest. We we focus what we want on what we want. But you can't change other people who don't. It's not our job. No. Nope. Yeah. It's not our job it's to change job. other people. All we do is cause pain for ourselves when we try to change somebody. It's like me correcting my wife because she doesn't do it like I do. Why are you? What are you wasting your time? You know, that's silly to, to get in your way. I mean, let someone be, you know. And then well, if you work on yourself, you got no flaws in yourself, then you can go work on other people. Well, everyone is on their own journey, and everyone Absolutely. is in a different spot in their I mean, own the journey. Love them, you have to where they are. understand that. Yep. And if, if you can wrap your mind around and again, it comes back to being mindful and, yep. and, and being present and in being, knowing I'm here, yep. they're not where I am, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Right. And again, and be in a help, be in a healthy state. Your body is a temple. Your body is an antenna to the to the universe. So if you want to communicate with with the God and the angels and the, all these things, to keep yourself on the road, and not go off on. Imagine these people that have committed these crimes. They have to be so messed up and damaged, and and a combination of a lot of things. But but I do believe that we, if we eat well, exercise, do some meditation, do some spiritual work that grounds us and keeps us centered. That's the template for what they call a lifestyle, a food-based lifestyle. Is, is includes those three things: food, exercise, and meditation. That's the future of med- and our country sorely needs that right now. And I think the listeners are going to agree that, that there has to be some side of change, and the change starts with us, Alan. Don't you agree? Absolutely. We've always said it starts with you, me, individually. I mean, you know, we're, we're all cooking up our, our own recipe for, right. for whatever life we want to live. Ooh, ooh. And if you take the food and choose a healthier, closer to earth, you know, from the earth, plant-based diet or, or you know, more plant-based than it was yesterday anyway. Uh, little steps. <laughs> it, little it, steps. It, it's all steps. So make it a single cheeseburger, not a double. Take the, well, that's a you know, start. <laughs> you can start, and then you take the cheese off the next day, and, and then you, you get rid of the, the processed you know, flour. Literally everything you know. on the burger, I will except I will, for the seeds, you sesame seeds. And you try the Impossible Whopper. I will lock you in a room and put you in front of a, of a TV screen that shows you um, one solid hour of the Amazon forest burning for, this, for and the animals that are suffering and the whole thing, the lungs of the earth are being raped out. 
just so we can have a hamburger. That's what's going on the Amazon right that's, now. That's They're why clearing the fires land are set. So yeah. we can grow more hamburgers, and those of that dark hand is at work again, raping Mother Gaia, raping the Earth for monetary. De and Sandy and I were looking at each other last night. You know, to think that we, why we came here on Earth just to to go to to be born, go to school, get programmed, go to college, go to go 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 get a job, work for the man, uh, buy a house, go into debt and then uh, retire. If you think that's the reason that we're supposed to be on Earth, then you got mush where your brains are supposed to be, folks. Well, and that's the next piece of the recipe is your, your spirituality, your faith, your, your state of mind um, to be more positive and, and to not let these things personally get you down, understanding mm -hmm. that you, know, you need to do what you can to, to make a positive change in the world, but to not let the negativity affect how you're vibrating right. to allow yourself to still shine your light in the exactly. world um, exactly. in whatever way that you can. Yes. So you have your food and then you have the, the faith and the spirituality and the, the positivity element. And in the end, you know, you've got your recipe right. for living more mindfully, right. which always ends mm -hmm. up with a, a better, more positive you. So, right. yeah, I think we're probably and running well, running low on time. But that way you won't so. end up on Joe's show, <laughs> being featured as a mass murder. You know, that's it. You don't want to make it on my show. He's that's not a right. mass murder. He ate well. <laughs> he ate a plant-based diet, Bill. No, He's all right. No, yeah. Um, and believe me, next the next couple of times I, I meet with people, I have a couple of I, one of my one of the interviews I'm pitching is to do it with Richard Richard Essex. Oh yeah. As a crime, someone who covered crime for years. Um, mm -hmm. Here in Indianapolis, that would be a great. That's going to be one of my next interviews. I think in, from now on, whenever I do interviews with Richard or whoever my future interviews are, I'm going to make sure to bring up why it's important to have a plant-based diet. That's right. And that's because of you guys. So we can learn how to live right now. Joe, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. Love Thank you, you Joe. We love you, brother. Very much so. You're Thank awesome. you, my friends. You guys are awesome. We sincerely hope you like what you heard and you'll look for us on iTunes and Stitcher. Maybe even leave a comment for us and join us next time as we talk about ways that you can live right now.